We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. What is up, everyone? It is June. It is Monday. It is the 27th. I don't know. I'm not Stevie. Stevie is currently still out on vacation, so you're stuck with me for a few days here after Luch took over a little bit last week. This is the morning grind. Where are we going to be talking some baseball? We got nine games, and I am joined by the great, some people would say, I wouldn't say that because I don't want him getting a big head, Daniel Chevelson. Or Dean78904, if you know him as that. How you doing there, Dean? What's up, Grant? I uh, should tell the people. I just got this call like 15, 20 minutes ago to jump on. So, uh, you know, I wanted to be as prepared as possible to do our 40. best. Of I course, it's your... a first look, pod. Yeah, it was 40 minutes. I gave you su- sufficient time to prep, although half that prep was me and you chatting about who knows what. <laughs> yeah, well, we had some band. I-, I-, I guess I should have said it took 15 or 20 minutes to get the one over as far as a slate. And that's... You know, I, I obviously I play DFS every single, DFS every single day. I host the uh, the Grinders Live Show Monday through Friday, so I'm on top of stuff. I played some the DFS as well today. Um, so yeah, prepared as ever uh, to talk about this nine gamer. And it's funny you've hosted the show. Lucha's hosted the show. I hosted the show for a short period during uh, during quarantine times. There's like no sports. So uh, yeah, I guess it's just yeah. fun. It's fun to not be the host. I, I thoroughly enjoy being the host, but I'm also enjoying. I, I'm uh, you can't see me right now, people, but I'm doing air quotes. I'm the analyst. Yeah, the funny thing is, uh, my fiance heard your voice before she heard mine. 
And she didn't stop right there and ask, like, well, we got to get this guy's number. Screw Yeah, him. how do we get him? Oh, he lives in Florida. Boo, boo, Florida. You know what, what it is? She, she didn't see the stash. She wasn't aware of that exactly. <laughs> you didn't have the stash. Yeah, <laughs> if you would have had the staff, you would stash, you would have been uh playing Mr. Mr. Still Your Girl. Um Jesse yeah. Winker, he got into a fight today. He gave double bird to the audience. Did you see that in LA? Oh gosh, I did. That was beautiful. Gosh, <laughs> I love that guy. Oh. oh man. But yeah, we got we got baseball to talk about. No more time for pleasantries. We're just gonna go right into it. We got Pittsburgh going up against Washington. No total in this game. So we're just going to go to the assumption that Zach Thompson is pitching going up against Eric Fetty. Um, we'll start off with Thompson here. 6.1K, not a very good pitcher. Um, don't know how late he'll go into the game. Is it? Is it him? Um, That's what I'm seeing. Yeah, like this is the best you can do. Like uh, as far as we're, we're recording this, obviously, on a Sunday night. And as of right now, the best projection we have is Zach Thompson is throwing baseballs for Pittsburgh and Eric Fetty on the other side. He's not so, eligible to return yet. What do you mean? Was, is he on the COVID list? He's on He's on uh, the IL right now. What is going on here? So then who are we expecting it's going to be if it's not Zach Thompson? I don't know. I'm going to try refreshing here. Is it Bryce Wilson got optioned to triple A? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we really don't have that's there's no total out because we have no idea who's gonna be pitching here today. Well, um, here you go. Spoiler alert if it's not Zach Thompson, it's gonna be another bad pitcher, and we're gonna have that situation where it's two bad pitchers versus two bad offenses in a good ballpark to hit baseballs. That's what we're looking at. Yeah, yeah, and regardless, we're not using the Pittsburgh pitcher. I don't think so. And if it's Zach Thompson, definitely not. You know, 17.2% as far as K's this year, almost 10% walks. That's too many. Uh, and Fetty on the other side, over 10% walks, less than 19% as far as K's. So, yeah, I, I don't uh, – it's crossed the arms out. And the, the whole nature of the slate thing, right? Like, we've seen a lot of good pitchers throwing baseballs the last couple of days. So, unfortunately, we don't really have a lot of pitchers to choose from to get excited about. Even though it's a nine-gamer, we're going to run them down and we're going to throw some names out. I think Kevin Gaussman, uh, who's been – you know, shaky outside of a phenomenal start this season. And I guess Jordan Montgomery is probably going to be like uber chalk for the Yankees. And, and uh, Kirby probably. I mean, and like in part because they're, they've been good. And also because Montgomery faces Oakland and Kirby faces Baltimore. Like that's just where we're going to gravitate to. And then there's Gaussman and, and Gilito who like, I was told Lucas Gilito was good at throwing baseballs, but I don't know, man. He's good at making him leave the ballpark is the problem. Um <laughs> yeah, but let's get let's go over the Washington side of things. Uh Fetty, not a great pitcher, like probably a better real life pitcher than he is DFS. Not a huge strikeout rate guy, but he is going up against a pretty decent strikeout lineup in Pittsburgh. He's saying at 6.4k. We really don't have a ton of pitching options. Is Fetty in play? Uh no. I mean, not for me. I I just I'm not gonna do that. Uh it's, and you're right, as far as uh, the active roster for Pittsburgh right now, uh, is striking out 25% of the time against lefties, which is third most in baseball. That's a lot. But, no. I mean, I, I'm more interested in, as far as the sticks in this game, you know, pound per pound. There's no better play in all of baseball when you consider the salary, the asking price of the CEO of Team Girth. Dan Vogelbach is 2.5K on DK. It's an Uber punt. Again, 2.5 for the, all that poundage. Uh, potential power against Eric Fetty. Positive ballpark jump as well. And you know my boy, O'Neal Cruz. I presume he's going to be leading off against the, the ready as well. The price has jumped up a little bit, but 3.8K is pretty palatable for me as well. Why am I saying so many Ps? What is going on here? 
But uh, yeah, I, those are the first two guys that kind of jump out for me. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'm fine with Reynolds and it's going to be a pile of lefties. Pittsburgh right now is a pile of lefties these days. Whenever you can throw lefty pitchers in it, and we saw in, on Sunday with McClanahan, of course, he's phenomenal as is, but, you know, he was just awesome. I think he had 10 or 11 Ks again. Um, not very good offense. It's now against Fetty, who's a bad righty. I like the sticks a little bit. Vogelbach has a punt. O'Neill Cruz presumably leaving off and uh, pretty well positioned for those five ABs. And of course, like on the other side, like Soto, of course, you can always one off them. I don't really feel comfortable stacking Washington. I'm not someone that runs. I mean, well, we don't know who's going to be pitching. It could be someone really bad. I mean, well, who could have, okay, name the pitcher on Pittsburgh that, that, that can be pitching where I'm not interested in playing Soto, at least in my pool, if I'm running 150. Oh, no, I meant like stacking. Like, okay, yeah. I I generally don't want to stack Washington. There's not a lot of pit or hitters I love on them, but Bell, Soto, Hernandez, Cruz, all could be pretty decent plays if we're going to see, I don't even know, Cody Bolton. (laughs) No, that's a, is that a person, Cody Bolton? So, so uh, yeah, we could go with and Anthony yeah, Solamento. Uh, he could get called. He could be like we don't know. So Zach Thompson's on the IL, and all four of their main pitchers have pitched in the last four days. So I have no idea who's playing, but it's going to be someone bad. Yeah, but the thing is that Washington, like you said, is not very good. Like Cesar Hernandez is. Not somebody that's fun to like roster. Of course, they're going to stack. Like he's got, he needs multiple events. He's generally not a guy that's going to bang out a homer. He needs to go like three for five or get like a basis clearing double or something like that. You got some pop and cruise these days, even though he's, you know, he's a man. He's not just 40, I believe he's 42. Uh, Boomstick Nelly Cruz prefer him against lefties historically, obviously, but it's just not, it's pretty punchless. You know, when you, it's a full enough slate where I'm just, I'm not thrilled to be stacking Washington. I, I don't know what scenario. Again, I'm somebody that rosters like, I make like eight lineups and it's unlikely. I'm going to be, I, I think the, I think the three man is the play with bell Cruz Soto going up against bad pitcher. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. And then I'm not, not going to say that's wrong. Yeah. On the Pittsburgh side. Yeah. It's basically it's Cruz and it is uh Vogelbach. And then you can like, you can round out the stack however much you want. You can go three man, you can go four man, you can go five man. I mean, Fetty not great versus lefties and there's going to be a boatload of them and you can get, any one of them for what 2k um outside of reynolds and madras they're all 2k so you, you can you can throw whoever you want just as a cheap stack just i i, I kind of like the o'neill vogelbach like i don't know um mitchell perez wh- whoever you want to park with anyone you want to throw in there just so you can get up to coors bats um so i don't mind them as a secondary stack but moving on to the next game, we got Oakland going up against the Yankees. We got Blackburn going up against Montgomery. The Yankees, 304 favorite here with yeah. a eight and a half total. Um, we'll start off with Blackburn. Blackburn probably playing above his head so far this season. Finally got just shellacked in the last game. Um, not a bad real life pitcher, but low K rate guy going up against the Yankees. Do you have any interest in him at 6.6K? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think I'll be playing. I mean, you know, in theory against the Yankees, he's going to bump as far as K's. Uh, he's not a K pitcher, obviously looking at this year, what 17, 17.6%. That's not good. You said he's been uh, lucky for 2.97 ERA. We don't talk a lot of ERA, but this, the Sierra for Blackburn is over. It was like two higher. before his last start. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm yeah, you know, 8.5% homer in the fly ball rate, which right there, that that's a red flag. He's, of course, protected by that ballpark in Oakland to some degree. He will not be protected by a ballpark in, in Yankee Stadium. 
Um, far as I know, uh, you know, Aaron Judge and, and you know, Stanton, they're still playing for the Yankees. Judge banged out another homer, a walk-off on Sunday. I think is it like 28 or 29 now in the season? Yeah. It's, a, it's a big boy number. Uh, he just had his arbitration case the other day. He's going to the free agency in the offseason. Uh, you know, like we all know he's going to get paid, but he's going to get paid. And almost he's going to be like 31 next year. I'm really curious how he gets paid, but he's going to get paid. Uh, and I don't know how many, how much you possibly can give them. You don't want to get locked into one of those like Stanton horrific kind of contracts, but uh, yeah, no, you, you, to answer your question, there's no chance of playing Blackburn. All right. and then, yeah. And then Montgomery on the other side, like he's, he's the, he's probably your go-to SP one. I mean, like we said at the beginning of the, um, well, he might not, you, you have one or two other options, but Montgomery here, um, he's, he's solid. Um getting going later into games recently he can get up to almost 100 pitches he'll be in the 90s most of the time he's going to get you six seven innings going up against a terrible oakland team i mean montgomery is is probably for 8k um going up against yeah. a bad team the the best option on the slate i hate that he's going to be like crazy chalk and i i mean you know i gravitate like on sunday mcclanahan i just played 100 percent mcclanahan like i'm not goofing around yeah, just give me the good pitchers. Pitchers are most predictive. I'll figure the bats out around that. I don't know if this is like great chalk. <laughs> he should be fine, right? But like Montgomery is not like this elite pitcher. Um, you know, the K's this year for Montgomery, 18.5%. Just not spectacular. Uh, he probably he should be well positioned for a W. Good chance to get that QS, the quality starter playing on Fandle. Not that you need those points, but they're nice. Um, the opportunity cost is not huge. I don't think that anybody's going to be amazing in the slate as far as pitching. But the, I mean, if you're running optimals, they're, they're going to spit out Montgomery because Oakland is, you know, 88. I'm looking at the old w, WRC plus as far as their active roster versus lefties. It's a 88 on the season, which is fifth worst on this season. Uh, striking out 23% of the time versus lefties. They're just bad all around. Uh, you know, People were probably going to say, what about leverage? Fire off some Oakland and like, I guess maybe a couple. And there's some guys that are super, super cheap. And even if they, you get the Montgomery, that bullpen for the Yankees is good too. So yeah, in theory, lefty power, but like Seth Brown versus Montgomery, I don't necessarily love. I'm going to play some Montgomery like begrudgingly because who else am I going to play? It's kind of, <laughs> that, that, that's my endorsement of him. But the K rate is really bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's it's not great, but I mean, he's still he's super efficient going up against a bad team. Um, yeah, well, I'll wait and see on ownership. I think I prefer Kirby today, um, but we're not playing any Oakland bats, right? I don't think. So. I mean, like, there's like on DK to make stuff work. Like we've been playing some Jonah Bride just because he's like, you know, he's professionally trained to hit baseballs. He's carrying a piece of wood. Well, I mean, you can go with you can go with Pittsburgh instead. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, Vogelbach's a first baseman. Where first base, I presume, is a bigger opportunity cost than Bride. He's got multiple position eligibility, second and third. But like you're right, even like Mitchell's two K, and like that all all those Pittsburgh guys are crazy cheap. Like you're pointing out. So, um, yeah, like they they make for an interesting secondary stack. I built nothing to be to be clear, you know. But this is just our first look and just having the conversation. But certainly Pittsburgh looks better than Oakland. Um, yeah, anything baseball, anything can happen, variance, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, I'm not playing Oakland. I'm not looking to do that. I'm not that guy. Yeah. And then over on the New York side, I mean, Blackburn, historically worse versus lefties than righties. Rizzo stands out as a good play, but you're paying a lot of money for him. He might 
probably be worth it. Hicks, his picks, he's 2.5K. Um, Gallo's 2.7K. Always a chance of a bomb going up against a low strikeout pitcher. Um, but I, I the, the Yankees are solid. I wouldn't say they're my favorite on a slate with a whole bunch. Of, I mean, we'll get to Coors eventually. But on a, with a whole bunch of good hitting options. I think I like, well, for sure, I like the Dodgers more. We'll talk about that, you know, before you get in ownership and all that stuff. And it's kind of hard to gauge this time of, you know, 24 hours into the slate starts. Um, I think I have Toronto ahead of the Yankees as well. I feel like I do. Yeah. Um, I have the Angels ahead of them. Interesting. Yeah, that's, I mean, <laughs> that's an interesting one. And we'll have that conversation. Just You're just betting on Giolito's just being bad now? Well, I guess we'll get there. Yeah. Um, I have not dug into like his velocity and stuff like that, but you know, well, I'm, I'm curious to have the conversation. We'll talk about it soon enough. I will say about Blackburn, like, you know, he's got one skill. It's important to have like a skill, you know, uh, his one skill is he gets ground balls, 49.6% ground balls this year. So that's, that's at least something I'll give him that, but that's, that's the nicest thing I'll say about it. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on to the next game. we got Boston going up against Toronto, Connor Siebold going up against Kevin Gaussman. We have an eight total here. Blue Jays, decent favorite. Connor Siebold, three total innings in the majors so far. Um, got crushed, I think a 0% K rate, if I remember correctly. Um, walked a lot of guys, gave up a lot of runs. Sitting at a seven and a half XFIP, so three, three inning sample size. But his numbers in the minors were not good either. Um, I got him but- right now. I'll let you know. Oh, first of all, very, very lucky homer in the fly ball in the minors. 51 innings this year, 3.3% home on the fly ball. That seems really, really lucky. Um, 2.44 walks per nine, almost nine Ks per nine, which is not great in the minors. You kind of kind of dig into it. Let's see. He's got a, um, yeah, 51.2 innings, 51 strikeouts. The whip is good if you care about such things. I was looking at uh, ground ball and fly ball. Uh, 38% ground ball, so not a huge lean there. But I don't believe he's a bit of – He's the eighth highest prospect in the Boston organization. You know, he's no not word. ready. He's not ready right now is basically what well, it is. Well, he better be ready soon because he's 26. I, he's probably just never going to happen. He's like Fetch. Yeah. Well, I see what you did there, Mr. Yeah. I like to watch Mean Girls. Um, yeah. <laughs> then, yeah. So, no using him even at 4K, I'm guessing. Uh, I, I mean, in theory – a live arm throwing baseballs in the majors with like an actual leash. And I think he's got an actual leash. I mean, let me pull up his game log. I'm pretty sure like they. It, they will let him go 80, 85, 90 pitches if he's pitching well. Yeah. Yeah. You got to add that caveat. Like if he's not pitching well, like forget it anyway, it's a disaster. Um, in theory, like you're supposed to be like at least, but like, I don't think so. Like I'm again, I'm going to find somebody else. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't think I need the salary that bad. I don't think so. Well, it's going up against Toronto. Yeah, we're not using him. Gaussman on the other side, I mean, just absolutely stellar start to the season. Has been in rough shape recently. Had a decent outing going up against the White Sox last game. Had 7Ks. Um, Gaussman, 9.8K. Potentially the top raw points play if he had his stuff together. Um, but going up against the Red Sox. Like, I, I don't – what's the deal? Like, is he – like, he was overachieving, I suppose you can say, at the start of the season. He took about, like, eight of his first starts where he didn't even walk somebody, which is just incredible. Like, he had this, like, 42 to zero strikeout the, the walk ratio, and now he's 
totally gone the other way. Of course, he's like somewhere in the middle. At least I assume he's somewhere in the middle, right? We're not really getting a discount on him either. And it's not this great matchup. But the other part of it is, is like, well, we've seen he has a ceiling. We've seen him hit that ceiling where he can put up like, you know, 30 DK points. That's happened. Hasn't really happened lately. Um, and the matchup's not stellar either. So I, I don't know is, is my official answer, but I might have salary. He's not, I'm not looking for it, but if I have the salary and like, you know, in tournaments, I think I'm okay with it is my official answer. Yeah, I think it's fine. I mean, he does have ups. I know he hasn't shown it recently, but he just came off a seven strikeout game. It is a tough matchup versus Boston, but there are some strikeouts in this. I don't, he's not worth the money, but if you have the money or you want to go a little bit off the board, I think that he's a guy that's definitely in play. And I mean, I feel like the Red Sox were either stacking or fading, just going up against Gaussman. Either he's going to be bad or he's going to be good. Let's see, Boston this year, current roster against righties. They have the uh, 112 WRC plus. Of course, that means they're 12% better than the average team. That's ninth in all of baseball. Their K rate is not spectacular either from a pitching perspective. It's uh, 23rd, 20.4%. So, you know, and again, you never really know what the lineup's going to be on a given day. You can sort of gauge do your best you can from that. But, uh, and I assume their ISO, their power is probably pretty good. Yeah. It, where's, where's, where are they at as far as ISO? 13th. That's surprising. I figured it'd be higher than that. But, uh, yeah, you know, I, I'm fine with it. I'll, I'll take some shots. Like, like you said, like, Gauss, when you catch him on the right day, you get that ceiling. And it's not like you're not playing McClanahan or Cole instead of him, right? <laughs> the guys you're passing on, uh, you're just getting different bats, obviously. But as far as arms, you're not really missing out on huge games, as far as I can tell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, again, Stacker Fade, just hoping for bad gas. And then on the other side, Toronto. Against Connor Siebold, I think they're probably, what, the second best stack on the slate. I mean, I, Connor Siebold, again, don't have a huge sample size of him. He's been just awful in his first game, but I'm not going off of that. In any case, like, not great K stuff, walks some guys, gives up a decent amount of fly balls, doesn't grade out to be even an average pitcher in the majors. Toronto's just in a great spot. So Vlad, Bo, Kirk, Teoscar, Chapman, everyone, everyone in the lineup is in play. Yeah, Alejandro Kirk has been phenomenal this year, by the way. Yeah. Husky, uh, he's, he's also, he's an honorary member of Team Girth. Maybe you could stack him with uh, with Vogelbach and all the Husky fellas. Um, and, you know, I, I like him a good bit. Batting cleanup these days for Toronto. Uh, top two, top three stack, like you said, I, I agree. It's probably, I mean, I think Dodgers clear one probably two and two A is Toronto and the Yankees. You can argue about that however you want. Um, yeah, that, that's, and then we'll have the conversation as far as the pivots away from, but th that's kind of where I'm at. Favorite yeah. bat in Toronto. You got a favorite bat there? Glad. Yeah. I mean, that's for sure. the price, probably Kirk price and positions, Kirk. Yeah. I, I think that's probably true, but Vlad at five, six is a really, he should be six K. Yeah, like he should be 6K against Connor Siebel. He just should be. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Moving on to the next game, we got the Twins going up against the Cleveland Guardians. Um, I really have to host this, so I almost messed Congrats up there. I'm not botching that, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, Sonny Gray going up against McKenzie. We have an eight total here. We'll start off with Sonny Gray. 
I mean, if Montgomery's not going to be a chalk and Kirby's not going to be the chalk, it's it's probably Sunny Gray, I would assume. Cleveland, obviously not the best strikeout matchup in the world. Fran Mill being in there definitely helps. But Gray has been pretty solid overall, not going terribly late in the game. They generally limit him to around 90 pitches. Are you on? Are you on for Gray? I mean, that's the understatement, right? You talk about Cleveland. Uh, you said not appealing matchup. It's the worst. It is the worst matchup as far as strikeouts in all of baseball. Cleveland strikes out just 17.4% of the time this season. This is the active roster versus righties. And it's not like Sonny Gray is this great case of body. He's pretty good. Almost 27% this season. season. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, so, like, yeah, I think he's in the pool. But temper expectations, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't disagree with that, but I think that it, it's a, it's a, it's an outcome of the slate. Like we don't have good options. We have like one or two good pitchers outside. I mean, we have Martin Perez. We'll get to that eventually, but yeah, gray, I think is one of the top options on the entire slate. The McKenzie on the other side. I mean, the guy's got good stuff. The guy's got decent K stuff this season. He's been giving up just a boatload of hard contact he's an extreme fly ball like extreme extreme fly ball pitcher he can get it done um i don't think he does here i don't want to use him i love homer hunting against them i know we talked about this i think oh i can guarantee that i'm probably going to have some money on i guess is ursula sanchez kepler correa um yeah bucks and if he's in the lineup there uh like any of those guys but Wait and see what the odds are. If you guys want to go check it out, go check out Grant's Action Line. Scoresandodds.com slash Discord. Um, I'll be throwing in a whole bunch of home run bombs. Absolutely crushing it right now. Just stroking my own ego here. But, yeah. Uh, I, I can I, confirm, by the way. I, I've seen the results. I, I'll vouch for you, Grant. I've seen you've done really well of late. And also, we're going to talk about the, some stolen base props soon, probably. Or at least we'll talk about it tomorrow. Oh, the yeah. Syndergaard is on this slate. And, by the way, you, you, the thing is, Mackenzie, you talk about being extreme fly ball. Like, that's true. He's... Nobody, nobody in all baseball. I was doing the, and I guess this is qualified starters, but nobody has a higher fly ball percentage according to fan graphs uh, than McKenzie, 54.5%. This is last I checked, maybe it changed the last five days, but he was like five percentage points up on everybody that qualified. 54.5% fly balls. His home of the fly ball is not even goofy. It's 12.7%, which is, you know, kind of neutral, right? That's basically where it should be. And he's still, Grant, he's still giving up 1.7 homers per nine. I feel like that's low because he gives up a ton of hard contact. Like, yeah. Um, his ERA is 351, the Sierra 417. So that's suggesting he's been lucky. Also, his left on base percentage is almost 84%, which is, oh, it is bad. His BABIP is 215. Well, the other part of that, though, like he's giving up runs, you know, batting average on balls in play. League average, I think, is around 300, but batting average on balls in play don't count homers. Homers aren't in play. <laughs> so, yeah. So, when you're not hitting homers against this guy, Ex- you're, he's getting really lucky. Extreme fly ball pitchers generally um, have a lower Babbitt just because. That would make sense. Yeah, like, yeah, you can hit a long fly ball double. But, I mean, it's line drives that are generally the ones that go, don't leave the ballpark, and they are generally the ones that turn into hits. A lot of hard hit ground balls will turn into hits, but it's generally line drives. So, yeah, it's interesting. Like, I kind of really like the uh, twin stack. Um, I think it's really solid here. Like all the power bats, Correa, Kepler, Sanchez, Ursula. You can go Kirilov. You can go Larnack if he's in there. Buxton if he's in there. Arias, I don't even hate. But they can hit four or five homers, and it wouldn't be shocking. 
Yeah. Uh, they're number five in the league against righties, by the way, WRC plus at 116. Um, I mean, I assume Buxton, you know, Buxton's been in and out, more out of late, but um, he had a nice day today. I know they rest him and they manage him and all that kind of stuff. He's been dealing with a knee, but I mean, obviously it goes without saying when he's in, the stack is much more. What do you think his home run prop is going to be? Because my guess is about plus 190 if he's in there. <laughs> I was going to say like plus plus 225. Um, yeah. w- w- let me ask this. What, 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 at what point would you bet it? Would you plus bet it 260? Okay. Yeah. uh, That's just, I mean, that's rough. It's, it's really, uh, you know, you think about that 80, you're not hitting 81 homers for the year, right? If it's two to one, (laughs) you would do the math that way. Of course. No. So you say two to one. So two to one wouldn't be 81 homers for the year. It'd actually be one third. So it'd be closer to like 52, 53 because you get your original yeah. equity back, so you have to get one out of every three. Exactly. So 52, 53, probably the right number. I mean, obviously, ballpark conditions, but this is a very good matchup. So, like, he might actually show up as value if he's sitting at – well, you also have to realize, like, guy hits 53 home runs in a year, how many different games is going to hit? Probably close to 40. He'll have 10 to 11 if he's a 50-home run guy, uh, two home run games. And then maybe a three home run game in there. So you're actually going off of the total amount of games. But you said 10 to 11 two home run games. That's not true. Yeah, that might be that. That's probably a little bit of an <laughs> that's exaggeration. An exaggeration. <laughs> that's yeah. too many. <laughs> I mean, you probably have the you're making, though. But you'll have like one three home run game and like six or, yeah, you get one. So I've just, yeah. these are off the cuff stuff. I haven't looked yeah, at yeah, the no. numbers. But yeah, so I mean, Buxton has three two home run games already this year, um, I, if I'm correct. Uh, but yeah, which might I mean, lead baseball if it maybe him and the polar bear uh, or, judge. or judge. I know, I feel like the polar bear has got a couple, at least two, possibly three, uh, two homer games. Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, he has a couple, and then judge has um, two this month, by the way, but he has four, five. Yeah, by the way, judge has five, so suck it, Dean. Um, <laughs> I mean, he's got 28, most people do have 28. Or he's got 29. He's got a lot. I think he has 20. I don't know. Um, but in any case, yeah. So I'm in for the Twins. And then Cleveland, like, again, there may not strike out a ton. But Gray's a solid pitcher. I, I, He doesn't really struggle with much outside of hard contact. He's a little bit worse versus lefties than he is versus righties. I mean, Jose Ramirez is always in play. Fran Mill, that price tag, I think, is in play at 2.6K. But outside of that, I really don't want any other uh, Guardians. Yeah, I mean, 2.6K for Frambo looks like an awesome punt. We know his power potential. We know he's scuffled so far this year. Of course, he's been a harder to ton, too. But I just love that upside. Uh, presumably the uh, batting uh, cleanup there for Cleveland. I, do, I mean, this is game, what? I don't know. What are we at, 75 or something? We need to tell people that Jose Ramirez is good. Like, they know, right? I think they know. We don't, you can always play him at any time. Oh, can I play Jose? Oh, yes, you can always play Jose Ramirez. Always. That's it. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, let's move on to the next game. We got Miami going up against St. Louis Wainwright versus Pablo Lopez. Uh, we have an eight total here. Let's start off with Lopez. I mean, Lopez has been good this season. Lopez has been pretty darn solid this season. The weather isn't too bad. The problem here is Lopez is a bit reverse split, or yeah, he's been, yeah. A, Bit reverse splits, a bit splits neutral. Um, not a righty, it's not St. Louis team. Yeah, and that's that's my main problem. I mean, 
They'll let him go long enough in the game. 9.1K. He's been good, but this is a ballpark downgrade. I think he's fine. I don't love him. I don't hate him. Uh, I prefer just spending down, get, taking a little bit less money, especially with Coors on the slate. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a good ballpark to pitch in, but, like, yeah, it's a downgrade. Just because he's come from Miami, and basically everything's a downgrade. Um, again, St. Louis, another team, it just doesn't strike out versus righties. Just don't strike out in general. 19.2%. That's the fourth lowest in all of baseball. Uh, not not like an eye popping number, obviously. I, I think Lopez is a good pitcher, and I probably won't be picking on him. I probably won't play a lot of St. Louis. Uh, not saying you can't. I understand that there's certainly some competent bats there. Uh, pretty solid team, but I don't think I'm going to be doing that in my whatever three entry max stuff, my single entry max stuff. We're talking about pitching. We're talking about pitching first, Daniel Wainwright on the other side. This is my first morning grind all season. <laughs> I know we go through pitching and then we go through bats. That's my bat. Um, Wainwright. No, on the other... I, I get sidetracked. I get excited, but go ahead. Continue. Uh, Wainwright, the other side, 7.6 K hasn't been great this season. Hasn't been bad. 7.6 K going up against the Marlins. I think it's fine. He's had some weird games where he's like had like no strikeouts in seven innings. <laughs> just you know, he's an old man. He's like, well, you know, he's, by baseball terms, he's like what forty? I believe. I'm a man. 40. I'm forty. He is a man. He is forty. I'm pretty sure. Uh, he has seen the K's spike of late, which is kind of, I guess, optimistic. Seven five seven zero versus the Cubbies in seven innings. That's the game I was referring to. And but ten, 10 versus the Padres, two versus Milwaukee, three versus Pittsburgh, and this Marlins team. You know, versus uh versus righties, the Marlins as far as striking out, uh, I, I'm trying to buy time and say words as I scroll. 22.5 percent, so that's 11th in all of baseball as far as the active roster. But they're actually like pretty good against righties. You know, Jazz is awesome. He is legit. I presume he's gonna be leading off. 113 WRC plus. Like people think of the Marlins and they, there's a lot of stink on that name. Trust me. I'm in I'm in Miami. I'm in Florida. Not Miami. Close enough. I can say I'm in Miami. But uh, I'm not going to give you the GPS locations, Grant. I don't want the stalkers. You know what I'm saying? But I know uh, your address. <laughs> did you actually mail? Uh, did you mail me a uh, an invite to your wedding, or was it an invite only? Uh, I think I mailed you it. Did I see? Did I actually hold it in my hand? I don't remember now. I don't know. You RSVP'd online, so. Yeah, I don't remember if I just got something via an invite or something like that. But yeah, Miami's got a lot of power. Uh, they're seventh in baseball to, uh, as far as ISO against righties and Wayne Wright's a guy that's you know not gonna throw the speedball by anybody these days uh I I, I like uh well, we're talking about Wayne Wright now I'm talking about the Marlins bats <laughs> yeah go ahead and talk about the Marlins are you using Wayne Wright I am like okay I look in the year 2022 I'm not enthused I didn't wake up or today or I'm not gonna wake up tomorrow on a, on a Monday and say you know who I'm excited about pitching today is Adam Wainwright but I think he should be fine he should he should survive and he's pretty cheap. He's seven. That's why the Avalanche are the Stanley Cup champs. Hopefully, no one watching this. It's a spoiler. Um, but yeah. <laughs> what are the odds? Like somebody's recording it. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and let me listen to the morning grind before I watch this. <laughs> that's dedication, by the way. Shout out to that guy. If it's like yeah. you know, they're prioritizing that. Um, like I'm okay. I, I, I think I'm okay just because of the nature of the slate. I'm okay playing Wayne Wright as an SB2. I, again, I'm not excited about it, but I, I can see him being in my pool. And we've seen it before where, like, he can be efficient and get quick outs, and he can go seven innings. Like he can, And that's, that's yeah. one way of, like, okay, yes, yeah, K-Rate stinks, but you get an extra strikeout if you, if you see that many more guys, right? 
So, yeah, I, I think Wainwright's solid. I, I like the price tag. Again, I probably prefer Montgomery. Probably prefer Kirby. Probably prefer Sonny Gray, but Wainwright's right in that mix. I mean, I'm, I'm staying right in this 7 to 8.5K range, pretty much all my pitchers. And then ownership's going to love uh, Montgomery over, over Wainwright. And Wainwright feels like a weird pivot away because like, what is Wainwright's upside? But like, I, I get that point. Yeah. Then Miami bats. I'm Wainwright's still a decent enough pitcher. Like, I mean, yeah, he doesn't strike out a ton of guys. I don't know. I dress like he doesn't give up a ton of power. I, I'm probably like outside of maybe Aguiar at 2.2 K. Solaire under 4K, maybe Jazz just because he's good, but not not people I'm targeting on this slate. I mean, you can always play Jazz, and like again, this is 24 hours out, but I'm telling you, just I don't think people are going to play him. He's five two, like we've seen him at like 6K sometimes. He's down to five two, you know, on the road, pretty well positioned for those five ABs, presumably leaving off. And you know, Miami's got to do kind of decent, just you know, get get that fifth at bat for Jazz in the ninth inning, and everyone know who you're going to face then. Um, you know, Sanchez, good little power, a 3.3 K, but, um, La Tortuga, Williams, the studio. I thought he was off the team. I thought I saw something like he might, is he still with the Marlins? I hope he is. He's a lot of fun. I enjoy him, but, uh, yeah, like nobody's going to be playing this team. It's just not going to be happening. Yeah. So then, I, I don't, I don't mind a little sprinkle. Yeah. Then Cardinals on the other side. Um, I mean, Lopez is a good pitcher. Like Goldschmidt, Arenado, both sitting at around 6 K. I don't want to target lefties against him. I, I, I'm probably out in the Cardinals. Yeah. I mean, again, you can play him. The the generic you, I'm fine with it. There's some good names there. Uh, but, you know, back they're kind of the back of line for me. Uh, they're not they're not hitting my family feud board. They're not like in the top six as far as my favorite stacks. Yeah. All right. Next game, we got Rangers going up against the Royals. Eight and a half total here. Perez going up against Bubich. Um, Martin Perez. I understand nothing about this world. He's a magician, man. Yeah, he just keeps getting it done. Perez is in play. Going up against the Royals, <laughs> like, this might be the first time all season I play him. Um, he's just been so good for no apparent reason. Like, he's been playing above his head, but still the underlying numbers, 4.1 xFIP, 20% K rate, low walk rate, good ground balls. Going up against the Royals, I, I, I'm fine with him. Like, I, I think he's a fine play. Not great, not terrible, but I will have him in my player pool, sadly enough. Yeah, and again, Kansas City is one of those teams that they're not very good, but they also, they'll pop out, they'll ground out, they'll fly out. They don't strike out a ton, 17.5%. As far as uh, against lefties this season, that's not ideal. Uh, you know, you want to not face Nicky Lopez. He's just annoying. He's not going to really strike out so much. Check that lineup, of course. The, their power is zapped with the absence of Sal Perez uh, in that Kansas City lineup. Uh, so, you know, I, 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 I'm not going to be playing Kansas City. <laughs> I just don't see that happening. Uh, th- that seems to be unlikely as far as I can tell. But Martin Perez, the magician, all his ground balls, right? Uh, let me pull up his ground up rate, uh, ground balls for this season. It's not exactly – Frambar uh, Valdez, like I don't believe, but it's still pretty spectacular. Thirty-one percent balls. What's oh, up? I thought you were talking ground balls. Yeah, fifty-one percent ground balls, I think, or fifty-four percent. Yeah, yeah. No, he's been pretty solid. And then Bubich on the other side. I can't play this guy. I can't do it. 
He's just not been good this season. He's been better recently, but he's not been good this season. Uh, I don't think I'm going to play Bubich. Uh, although, I mean, the Rangers are not great, um, but they're a little bit better against lefties, I'm pretty sure. But Bubich is just not somebody that I'm excited about. And the walks for Bubich are outrageous. Uh, 12.6%, that's, that's unacceptable. I just, I can't. I can't do it. Yeah, and I actually like the Rangers stack. I mean, Simeon, like, they're not cheap, but they're going to go. No one's really going to play him. Garcia, Simeon, uh, Seager, all solid. Calhoun, Bubich has not been great versus lefties. Um, small sample size this season, but he's still just not a great pitcher overall. Any of them, Nate Lowe. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll stack up the... I'll stack up the Rangers. I mean, going up against a guy that is just not a very good pitcher and a guy that, on top of all that, walks a ton of guys and goes up a lot of hard contact, it's just a recipe for runs. So I, I kind of like the Rangers here in the spot. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I have no issues. I'm just trying to see the rest of their lineup. Sammy and you presume is going to lead off his 5K. I, I wish a dollar star C was a little bit cheaper, but, like, you know, at the same time, like nobody, I don't think people are going to play him at 5-2. That makes him a little bit trickier to roster. Like he doesn't feel like the kind of guy that's like a big spend, but you know, certainly he's got some power. Obviously, the ballpark's not great, but when he gets a hold of it, who cares? Um, where do you have Martin Perez in comparison? Just trying to and like Gaussman's 1k more. I'm just trying to like price chop. Uh Wainwright's 1k less. Pablo Lopez is like kind of the same price. I think Perez is cheaper than you know, cheap. Well, of course he's cheaper. I think he's got he's safer. Martin Perez and I'd take Perez over Lopez. I'd take him over Lopez, McKenzie, Tyler Anderson, probably Gaussman, Giolito. Um, yeah, that's, I'd, I'd take him over. Of the guys over 7K, I'd take him over those guys. Yeah, I mean, I think that's where we're at. And there's still a cheapie that we're going to talk about soon enough that's going to grab a bunch of ownership. And, like, it's not going to be – it's going to be much easier, much more palatable to spend up on things like the Dodgers. We'll be talking about soon enough. Um, yeah. Any interest in the Royals bats? Martin Perez on the season's given up 0.21 homers per nine. Uh, two, now, his homer in the fly ball grant, you know what it is? It's really ridiculous. Like 0.2%? It, it's 2.6%. Yeah. That's insanity. Um, but, like, I, I'm not – you going to homer hunt with the Royals against Martin Perez? I'm not. If you want to take some shots, have at it. Good luck. Yeah. Especially with the absence of Sal Perez. Like I, I'm not doing it. No, thank yeah. you. If anyone, maybe Dozier, but that's kind of it. Um, moving on to Coors here. We got the Dodgers going up against the Rockies. Tyler Anderson versus Chad Cool. We have a 12 total here, I believe. Um, wow. Dodgers, a 210 favorite. Seven implied total or almost seven implied total. Are we using either as pitchers? I mean, we're definitely not using Chad Cool and the Tyler Anderson price is nine yeah. five. Really? I don't want to play him at that price on most slates if he's not in Coors and going up against a mediocre team. So no, yeah. I'm not not paying that in Coors on this slate. Um, we'll start off with the Dodgers. De facto number one stack on the entire slate. Everyone all the way top to bottom. They're always a stacked lineup. Um, if Trace Thompson's in there, he's 2K. Um, gosh, he's he, Trace Thompson's won me a ton of money throughout the years. Has like, he? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I used to, you remember how I used to just print money. Oh, the White Sox. White Sox yeah. stack, right? Yeah. Him and Matt Davidson and 
Polka. Gosh, I miss that set. That was you my know, favorite you know stack. What he's most famous for, right? I assume you know what he's most famous for. The the Polka King of. Uh, no, gosh. no. Wait, who's the Polka King? I'm talking about Trey Thompson. Uh, I, oh yeah, I thought you were talking about uh, Polka. Um, Trace Thompson oh, being the, related. Polka to was a husky play. guy, right? Like a first baseman or an outfielder. Oh yeah, he was a big. He was a yeah, just ridiculous power, but couldn't get together. He's crushing like some softball beer league, or maybe he's crushing over in Korea. I have no idea, but uh, I think he's over in uh, is he like in Japan or something? I think he was. Um, what's his yeah. first name like Dan Polka or Dave Polka? I think it was David or David. Daniel. Daniel sounds right. Let's see, if only we had a machine, yeah, Hold it's on. Daniel. Um, I could take this in, yeah. No, he's still in the minors, he's in the minors oh. for the Mets. Has 15 home runs in the minors so far. Of course year. he does. <laughs> What's his batting average? Not that we care about batting 265. Average. What is it? 265. He's got 132 WRC plus. Look at that. Was How in Washington last year, 123 WRC plus. How old is he? 28 years old? It's not like he's that old. Yeah, he's, he's 30. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. If um, he gets back in the league, I, I'm going to be so excited. I'll roster in my minor league. No, no, but, but uh, you know, Trace Thompson, you know who his brother is. Yeah, Clay. Okay, so I was, okay, I thought you knew, yeah. They, yeah. they can both win a championship in the same season. We'll see how that goes down. But, um, like, what, what are they going to tell the people? Like, Dodgers are good. Duh. Uh, just play all of them. Uh, I, just play all the Dodgers. Like, you're eating chalk, but that's fine. Honestly, this, this could be a massive, massive, massive game. I might be going to – oh, I know the Dodgers aren't playing – this weekend um yeah just play them uh then the rockies any interest in them i mean sure cj crone you can certainly play him if you want to um it's probably a little about the board like freeman the other side of 5-8 crone is a 5-2 freeman you could probably argue is the best bet on the entire slate platoon advantage against chad cool um you know obviously just an awesome hitter i was looking at the fandle prices and it was good to see that at least they bumped the Dodgers up a little bit, not a ton, but last week they were like, we had Bellinger and Taylor and Muncie and Fando like at two, five, all of them. Uh, Lux was like two, five. It's like, it was, it was so easy to get all the Dodgers in over there and get like big boy pitching as well. A little bit trickier, I suppose in the slate, but I'm sure you can manage and make that work. Um, but like, realistically, am I stacking the Rockies against Tyler Anderson? Probably not. No. I mean, as a little mini stack, I don't mind Crone. If Gritchick can kind of work his way up the lineup, but that, you know, we've seen him like bat like eighth sometimes. He's been a rough reagent signing for him, but historically he's done well against lefties, obviously. But it's just this Colorado lineup. Oh, like, good Lord, that Chris Bryant contract. And everybody knew it was like, I didn't know he's going to be hurt, but they still have like seven years, like $180 million. And like, they're not going to be good for the next five years anyway. What are you doing, Colorado? Yeah. Is the city, do they care? Do they even know this? Stop happened? rubbing in. We're moving on. <laughs> do they know Chris Bryant's like on the team, theoretically? And they just gave up Arnado to get him, pretty much. Um, uh, well, I think Arnado wanted out, but yeah, that's probably yeah. right to get them money. But, yeah. 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 There's a horribly run franchise, and they're super cheap, and it's not worth getting into it, but I'm sure you know this. Yeah. Um, next game, we got the White Sox going up against the Angels. Giolito going up against Thor, Noah, Noah Syndergaard. Eight and a half total. Angels a slight favorite, plus minus 135. We'll start off with Giolito. I mean, he can put it together at any time. He can put up a big outing at any time. Angels have some strikeups. 
strikeouts down near the bottom of their order, but he's he's not been great for the last like six, eight games, giving up just boatload of power. Average of two home runs over his last five games, six games. Um, yeah, uh, Gilito, 8.3K. I don't have a problem with playing him, but I'm, I'm more likely playing a lot of the Angels. So I'd like to make my little fan grab sheet before the show, like just kind of look at just I like to sort of like look at all the pitchers versus everybody else in the slate, see if anything kind of jumps out. Uh, nobody's got a bigger homer in the fly ball rate on this season uh, on this slate than Lucas Giolito, 2.13 per nine. That's too many. The homer in the fly ball is a little bit extreme at 20.3%, but uh, hard hit rate is according to fan graphs. He's got the second highest one in the slate at 47.2%. That's too hard. Uh, only uh, like Chris Bubich, a little bit worse as far as hard hit rates. That's, you know, that's a scorching number. And, you know, uh, the Angels, you got Otani, you got Trout lurking on the other side. Of course, you got Walsh as well. You know, have that Ward. lineup drops off pretty quickly. Well, yeah, Ward is, you know, he's not what he was to start. Suzuki, the if he's in there, 2.5K. As like a cheap, as, I don't know if I'm like, I don't know how to handle picking on G. You can absolutely hunt homer hunt against Gilito, like of course. Yeah, no, he's a top three in the league in terms of home runs given up. Oh, home runs per nine versus right-handed pitching, I think is number two, uh, maybe number three. Um, but yeah, just giving up a boatload of bombs. I'm so. Are you playing Gilito? I don't think so. Uh, he is down now. They are giving you. There's a built-in discount at eight point three k. This is a guy that like once upon a time was like ten k, right? Yeah, so, he's gonna he's gonna pop in projection systems. I think. I'm curious. I'm curious what, you know, what the, his projection is going to be because eight, three, well, like, well, who were his contemporaries? So like, yeah, against Wainwright, like you feel a little safer with Wainwright, uh, you feel a little safer with Martin Perez, but would it shock you if Gilito is like the highest amongst those three and he somehow bounces yeah. back and strikes out eight or nine? No, it would so. not surprise me. B- biggest variance, big, biggest range, but also he seems the most likely to put up a negative score. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I don't I don't know if I'm making enough lineups to get to him, but if I was making hypothetically like 150, he would probably at least get a sprinkling. Yeah, I think I think it's fine. If he's gonna come in at low ownership, I'll play him. If he's gonna come in at high ownership, I probably won't. That's um, yeah. Other side, Thor 6.9k, nice. Um, any interest in Thor? He's been he hasn't been terrible so far this season. Um, <laughs> he's had flashes. His underlying numbers really aren't great, um, but still ground ball numbers are decent. It's not an easy matchup, but the price tag, price savings are there. I'm probably not using them, but I don't think yeah. it's a terrible idea. 16% Ks, like, come on, man. Are you serious? This guy, he's, we can't, you can't be called Thor. You just can't. I don't know. I don't know enough about the Thor franchise. <laughs> I, we have to give him a new nickname though, right? We can't. It's, it's got to be rescinded at some point. 16 Thor's got a big giant back. Um, right? You do realize, no, you never watch Marvel. And one in one movie, Thor gets fat. He gets what? He gets fat. No, I didn't know this. He Which gets fat and plays fat? video games. Um, you gotta watch. You gotta watch all. <laughs> like that Zion Williamson like Mountain Dew commercial. <laughs> he he kind of looks like the dude. The dude. Yeah, Thor looks like the dude. In one of oh, that's movies. amazing. How come you've never assigned me that movie? I'm curious to see that. Because you need a lot. Of, it's three. Okay, fine. I'll sign you Oh, is it three hours? Night. Forget it. No, I don't want to watch yeah. <laughs> And there's a lot of backstory you have to know. Um, oh. so we're not playing Thor. Any interest in the White Sox? Well, I mean, Grant, this is kind of where you step in and talk about your gambling ways. 
Uh, we know about Noah Syndergaard and his propensity to yield stolen bases. The, the top stealers, there's basically three top stealers on the White Sox. Luis Roberts got 11 in the season, and he's missed some games as well. Uh, Adam Engel, if he cracks the lineup, has got nine, and Tim Anderson has eight. What was Tim Anderson's injury? Was it feet-related, thigh-related? Where was the, What was he know. out with? Because he has not had a stolen base since he's come back. Uh, he's been back only for five or six games, what it's worth. But, like, you know, if his legs are fine and good to go, what was his ailment? Do you remember what his ailment was? I do not. What was his body part? Uh, but, like, but like, you know, I assume he wouldn't be back unless he's good to go. But sometimes, you know, are a little, the guy, some guys are a little hesitant to, to give it a full go and you know, swipe some bags. Uh, I would have liked to have seen one attempted, but. You can kind of walk to second base, and you could stroll right and get yeah. Basically, well, plus, I mean, you got the double steal scenario. I mean, I'm probably, I'll check. It all depends on what the odds are, but I'm I'm probably going like. Are any posted right bet. now or no? Huh? Are any posted right now or it's too early? I don't believe so. No, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll go ahead and look and see what DraftKings has going on right now. But um, I'm I mean I'm gonna game on time. I mean, I, I had a twenty-five to one going up. Ben Intendi getting his first deal of the year going up against Thor last week. Nice that was little, amazing. Yeah. Um, it does not like look like there is any player props. So nothing. Off the top of your head, what's a good number like for Robert and for Angle and for Andrew? Honestly, Robert's probably plus 400 is still not a bad number. Oh, I love um, that. Love Anderson it. plus, after the injury, plus 400 is probably decent. Angle, if he's in there, my guess is probably closer to plus 350 would be a good number. Um, but I have to look into it tomorrow. And, and you might be able research. to get like a Josh Harrison, like 20 to one or something. Uh, if, he, like if, he, if, he, if he's in the lineup, that's that's perfect. Yeah, th- th- that's the one. That's the sneaky one. Like somebody, uh, or like a Sosa or something. I, I don't know who. What, what, Sosa, uh, Louis Garcia, um, if he's in the lineup. All, all yeah. those guys. Um, th- th- that's the one. Uh, Mendick, I believe. I'm not a fan of Mendick. I believe he got injured. So uh, I don't think. Yeah, poor Mendick. And he pulls groin. I don't know what his official injury was. <laughs> <laughs> it just reminds me, uh, as an aside, Dennis Rodman uh, broke his penis. Uh, well, before, well, we shouldn't get into that. But that, that, it's Google it. It's happened before. It's something that can happen. But uh, uh, yeah, maybe do it on uh, incognito mode. Um, so yeah, I mean, you can target some of this. Robert, I like in this spot here. Um, I like Anderson. Don't mind to bray you but probably not stacking them up. What about the, the Angels on the other side? I love the Angels in the spot. Like Trout, Ward, Otani, Walsh, Suzuki. I'll throw in some other one if I need to, the price savings, because everyone else is 2K. And but, Ben is terrible, but he's 2-1. So, yeah, Marsh is 2K. If you want to, and like the flat-out punt to catcher, Suzuki, 2.5. They're all two or less. Basically, they're the twos after yeah. the front four. Yeah. Um. Moving on to the last game of the night, we got Baltimore going up against Seattle. We got Wells going up against George Kirby. Uh, we have an eight total, I believe, seven and a half total. I can't remember which. Um, we'll start off with Wells. Wells ain't very good, but. Wells I, is, a, is just a no, right? 15.3% Ks. Uh, no, he's a no. Yeah. I, I mean, historically, he's had a little bit more strikeouts than this. Um, this year has definitely been a down year, but no. Then Kirby on the other side, I mean. Me and you are both big fans of Kirby. One thing he struggles yeah. with is righty power. Um, but there's not a ton, like, obviously, Mancini, Hayes, Mountcastle are all fine. 
Um, but I, I love Kirby in the spot. The guy's good. Not going to walk a single batter. I might bet the under uh, 0.5 walks. 3% on the season. Huh? 3% walks on the season. Uh, Baltimore, if you're curious as far as how their propensity to walk, they are 26th against righties, 7% collectively. Yep. So Kirby ain't walking no one. I might bet the under on walks. Uh, yeah, you with me on Kirby? He's probably my favorite. I think that uh, he's going to be very, very popular. I think people are going to pair Montgomery and Kirby together and just load up on bats. I think, I think it's really clear right now. Um, you know, they're facing possibly the two. Well, to be fair, Baltimore is not horrific against righties. You know, they, we talk about there, they don't walk a ton, but I think they're kind of league average when it comes to other smaller stats. Yeah, I think their WRC plus is right, like 103. Oh, went the wrong they're way. 97 against righties, right? Yeah. Um, and their power uh, against righties, I think they're middle of the pack. Yeah, they're 15th as far as ISO. So they're, they're fine. You know, they're okay. But yeah. the, the price on Kirby kind of seems wrong. He should be more expensive, right? Yeah, yeah, I fully agree with that. I mean, he's a guy that can get through innings pretty cleanly. We'll go up to almost 100 pitches, so he should end up getting six innings. Six innings and four of the last five starts. Like, he's pretty solid overall. I might be betting the over on his strikeouts in the spot. And then Baltimore bats, I don't mind Mancini, uh, 3.4K. I don't mind Hayes, 4K. I don't mind Mountcastle, 4.1K. I want to target bats with some pop, righty bats with some pop. Um, wouldn't be surprised if I end up betting some of their uh, home run props. Check out the Action Lounge tomorrow or Live Locks or Twitter or MLB. I, I have stuff all over the place. Um, but, yeah, uh, I don't mind those three bats with the price tag. Uh, like, I like the little mini stack. Yeah, I mean, typically Mullins is my favorite, you know, Baltimore. I just, like, love players, especially on the road, that are good. They're going to get five at-bats most likely. They have power potential and they have speed potential. I don't necessarily want to pick on Kirby, but that's my favorite uh, player on Baltimore. You got to pay for it a little bit, you know, and then you got a little bit of a discount as far as guys like Mantini. Uh, by the way, you remember in the beginning of the season uh, when J-Rod Julio Rodriguez was like 2K and he was striking out a ton and people were getting frustrated, like, this guy stinks. He's 5'7 now on DK. And he's been and paying it off. You can, you can play him at 5'7". Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, I yeah. Just, yeah. So the Mariners, like, Wells is not good. It's going to be 85 degrees in Seattle. Obviously, it's a dome, but it's an open air dome. Um, like, yeah. Uh, I, I like Rodriguez. I like Winker. I like Suarez a little bit. I really like Trammell and Raleigh, um, both their price tags. Upton at 2K. I think the Mariners stack is super solid. It's probably going to be one of my most owned stacks outside of the Dodgers. Yeah, um, I think France is still hurt, right? Pretty sure he's not going I think, back. I right believe now. so, yes. Um, Suarez, good power. Um, I just, I mean, I, I have a hard time fully stacking Seattle. It's just like a general thought. But, yeah, uh, you know, J-Rod, Winker, Suarez. Tramel is like a flat-out punt. He's got some power. But, yeah, I'm okay with it. it, it as like a, a pivot stack, it plays for me. All right, we'll play the morning grind game and then get on out of here. Daniel does not know this game very well because he's never on here, but we'll start off. Pitcher under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. 
I'm assuming you're probably going to go with Kirby. Um, yeah, I would assume so. I'm trying to think who else it could be. Uh, Kirby's the obvious answer. I guess you can say Wainwright if you want to. Yeah, I'm going Kirby. I'll take Wainwright. Uh, pitcher over 8K to get under 15 DraftKings points. Who's your high priced punt? So bust? I know your answer is going to be Gilito. I feel like your answer is going to be Gilito. Am I wrong to say that? Yeah, I mean, it was either going to be that or McKenzie. Yeah, uh, that, that's who I was looking at as well. Like it might be Anderson as well. Um, I uh, you can't say, go course. You can't go course. Sorry. What you can't pick all course pitchers. Okay, gotcha. You can't pick course bats or pitchers. Fair enough. Uh, well, you didn't. Re- I didn't read the fine print. You didn't give me the whole. Sorry, thing. sorry. <laughs> I'm not Stevie. <laughs> so I will take McKenzie. All right, I'll take Giolito. Um, high price bat to hit a home run. Do what? How ambitious do I need to be here? You can pick any bat, literally any bat. Okay, I mean, like to say Freeman is is goofy, right? You can't um, go Coors. Oh, geez, I, <laughs> I guess I guess that that's on me because the rules you you, you did let him. Uh, <laughs> all right, fair enough. Give me give me a second. Now now I'm flustered. Oh, I'm gonna pick somebody in Minnesota. Um, let's see, how ambitious do we want to be as far as Minnesota? Let's take. Mm. Gary Sanchez. I could go Trout, but I'm going to go with Taylor Ward. Um, under 4K to get two or more hits. Oh my God, jeez! And, and again, just to reiterate, no cores, right? Yeah. Under 4K, two or more hits. It, remember, Luis Arise used to be like 3K, and like he was my punt de jour, but now he's like 5K now. What's going yeah. on here? Um. Oh, I know. O'Neill Cruz. That's my boy. There you go. That's easy. I like it. I'm going to go Jared Walsh. Uh, stack to score five or more runs. By the way, uh, I asked on Twitter for somebody to give O'Neill Cruz a nickname. I asked this question, right? And then within 20 seconds, you don't ask your man. You're, you're wearing that, yeah. right? He gave an answer, like an incredible answer. Like he called him Top Gun. You know, he's got this incredible arm. It's topical with Top Gun going on. He's also really tall top, right? Super answer. And I'm like, did you think about this in your own time? He's like, nope, that's just what, what popped in my head. In 20 seconds, what a brain. What was it? Huh? What was it? He called, well, he called him Top, top Gun. Was it a game of game of Yeah. All right. Somebody else gave him tall glass of kick-ass. Um, he's 6'7", playing shortstop. I'm not sure if you're aware. Yeah, he is not a short guy. No. Oh, yeah, somebody called him tall stop. There, there were some nominations. Um, I just, yeah, I'm very excited about the, the prospects of O'Neill Cruz. So you want a team, a stack that's going to score five or five more runs? Yeah. That's the number, five? We're excited about five runs? <laughs> yeah. I know this isn't your rule, but, I mean, come on, five runs? I'm not playing a stack. It's five more runs, no more, no less. Yeah. Um, and, again, just to reiterate, no cores. Yeah. So I'm going to say. Toronto's kind of cheating. I, I'll stick with Minnesota. I'll say Minnesota scores five or more. All right. I'm going to go with the Angels. Um, we're going to talk about bets a little bit. Look for home runs for Minnesota. Look for um, stolen bases going up against Thor. Dean, thanks for stepping in here. Always appreciate any last minute hey, thoughts. T- tell the people where they can find you. I, I'm not trying, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but tell them where they can find you in the scores and odd show. And all, you mentioned the action lounge, but tell them that you're going to be on uh, tomorrow at two o'clock. 
Yeah, uh, 2 o'clock Eastern time, live locks on the Scores and Odds YouTube. Um, Grant's Action Lounge, go to scoresandodds.com slash discord. Uh, up 70, or no, 65 units last week. Um, just absolute That's heater. really good. It's a, lot, yeah. it's a lot of homers, right? You had a lot of good homer variants? Yeah, yeah. Well, and I got a 25 to 1 stolen base. Yeah, I had, I had over 100% ROI last week. Um, yeah, Lops go check it out. Nice. It's a free show. I'm giving you all my bets. So go check that out. Maybe Dean will be on tomorrow. Who knows? I'll ask him after the show. Um, but Dean, thanks for joining me. We're out of here. Play your kids. <laughs>